Are there any deadheads in the house? Well, for those that don't know, that means you're a fan of the legendary band, The Grateful Dead. Are there any parrot heads listening in? Well, that makes you a Jimmy Buffett fan. Now, are there any crypto heads in the hizzle? I think so. And today we welcome Todd Phillips, executive producer and star of Crypto Heads, the movie to the show to discuss the upcoming motion picture. 2020 has been one heck of a year. We'll review the year in crypto and blockchain and take a look at what could be coming your way in 2021. Three and a half years of doing the show and we still don't hate each other. Well, mostly. And this is episode number 473 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? Hey, Trav, I forgot to ask, are there any potheads in the house? What? Dave's are we doing a show? Is this the podcast? <laughs> Welcome. Friends, Welcome to the Bad Weed Podcast. Family, associates, strangers, randos of all flavors and sizes around the globe. And, welcome and normies. We'll let the normies come in. Normies are here, too. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Kahn. That he is. He is the one and only Sir Lord, Mr. Joel Kahn. Sir Lord. I'm not going to say it like that because it's like, lard. I was like, lard ass. <laughs> but if you're going to be Scottish, if you're going to be a Scottish lard, you got to say it right. Uh, <laughs> All right, well. Laddie. Sir Lard. Who are you? Sir Lard ass Travis Wright. Sir Lard ass Travis Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, got a great show for you guys today. We are going to do a year in review. Uh, 2020 sucked in many respects, but there was also some really amazing things that happened. And we're going to look forward to 2021. And we've got an interview with the producer of a major motion picture that we're going to bring you as well. But before we go there, and oh, yes, we will go there. Sir Travis Wright's going to be telling you about the Lattice Exchange. The Lattice Exchange, built on the Constellation Network. That's all you really need to know. It provides that power and speed and security that actually the U.S. military even trusts Constellation's hypergraph. And uh, the Lattice Exchange is utilizing that hypergraph technology to create a very secure, very fast, very powerful uh, decentralized exchange. And you can go check it out at lattice.exchange. Join their Telegram as well. Go look for it and uh, check out this whole DeFi thing. Lattice is doing DeFi right, and you want to be a part of this. All righty. Roundup and predictions coming your way. But first, let's go to the movie. If you're a Jimmy Buffett fan, you might be known as a parrot head. If you're a Grateful Dead fan, you're a deadhead. Well, if you're a crypto fan, you might be known as a crypto head. Could be. I'm I'm kind of a crypto head, Travis. You're you're like a bad coin head. Uh, you're like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> that is true. My my features are interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have with us the executive producer, ideator, and lead actor from a feature film that is coming soon called Crypto Heads, the movie. Cryptoheadsthemovie.com is the website. His name is Todd Phillips, or known as Flip in the film. Film. 
<laughs> flipping the film. And Todd, welcome to Bad Crypto. Hey guys, thank you so much, Joel and Travis, for having me on. And uh, yeah, really exciting with the movie right now. Uh, the full feature has been complete and we have it in a lot of the film festivals in the last four months is what we did. And it has done really well. Uh, we've actually extended the, the, the uh, scenes to the end and we actually just brought on uh, Mark Hollingsworth from The Joker. He's going to score my escape scene, which we're working on right now. It's actually about 80% done. So this is going to be incredible to uh, bring this to the end. Uh, we did so good in the film festivals. We won a festival in L.A. called the Buyer Network Festival, an actually top feature film for Crypto Heads, the movie. So it's, it's a big props, big shout out to the industry that a crypto movie actually got top feature with how many films that were submitted in different genres. There was, you know, uh, sci-fi or comedy or what have you. And, and Crypto Heads was the top one. And what came with that, guys, is actually... It's a, it's a budget at a certain amount. It's a non-exclusive deal in the USA. If we want to take that further with them, that's fine. And it's actually their platform is on their network is Apple TV, Roku, Fire Stick. So we're going to be on that hopefully by February 1st if we can get inked with all the team right now, which we're, we're heading to that in the next uh, probably week. And nice. I'm looking at your website here, CryptoHeadsTheMovie.com. And if you go to the press area i see you're being interviewed by it looks like ken bosack without a beard like yeah. i don't know that must have been a long ass time ago um how long has this process been for you to get this movie from soup to nuts okay good question we started this process uh back in 2017 and i'm sitting here with greg black one of the originators when i got into the coins i bought some ethereum and it kind of matured and we got into some other coins and then it led into this film. Uh, the director, Dan Gillen, was uh, working on a project, American Paradise. He gave me the lead on that trailer. And at the time, the coins were kind of maturing. And I was like, hey, Dan, let's do a, a crypto movie. He said, let's do it. So we started on that process in 2018 of January uh, with the short. It was, a, it was a speculative on a 30 minute. We just tested it to get some feedback and we kind of moved on from, from there. The interview, uh, Travis, with Ken. Yeah, I met Ken out there at the in L.A. at Alon's, uh, the crypto convention out there. And I was actually handing out cards and kind of promoting the, the short, so to speak, and kind of getting it out there. And we kind of built that relationship. And he had me on. And, uh, yeah, that's when he didn't have the beard. Now he looks like uh, Sasquatch. But, uh, <laughs> he, he is kind of Sasquatchy. That's great. So tell us, Todd, what is Crypto Heads the movie about? How we have this is, uh, it's, this is a quote, Twitter friendly from uh, our line producer. We have it saying, in Crypto Heads the movie, a laid back surfer, Flip O'Hara, Todd Phillips is just trying to catch the next financial wave, cryptocurrency, but runs afoul of the law when he gets a bit too ambitious. What uh -oh. happens when law enforcement also runs afoul? So what happens is Flip O'Hara gets in some trades, then he runs into uh, Detective Capone, which is Joe Riccardi, and they have that type of a relationship going all the way to the end. And then there's other crypto head uh, actors as well that have their own stories that kind of tie through that as well. Do they all run afoul of the law? 
no, no. The uh, Flip is kind of green in the into the industry, and he kind of gets uh, brought into kind of a a trade, and the dirty cop side of it kind of uh, is uh, harassing him. Mm. So, so I mean, I just wonder, did you go, you know, um, a foot of the law, or did the law go a foot of us? It seems it, to me it's a foul. A foul. And get a foot. A foul. It's all the same. Yeah. You know, he, he, the cop gets kind of wind of uh, a trade. There was some actions going on. We're flipping them, kind of came over the railroad track on a, they were, they were getting chased out of a, uh, from some cohorts out of the first trade. And then he, uh, Detective Capone comes in and kind of wants to investigate that. And that's where that kind of stops. Flip does not like to play into that. And uh, you'd have to see the movie to see how that kind of plays through. Exciting. Yeah, do we do we get a special screening? Yeah, I do. I have uh, the film Freeway. I have that. I was going to send you guys a link so I can send that to Aaron. If you guys want to get that now, you know, whether it's complete now with the uh, the festival version, the award-winning version now, and I can send you the other link when we get the Hollingsworth Joker stuff and the Escape stuff, uh, which is even more compelling. I'll get you that as well. That would be great. So, you know, what is the reason behind creating this uh, this artistic piece? Is it to bring awareness to, you know, the mainstream about crypto? Or is it just like, hey, we've got a really interesting story to tell. And just so happens that, it, you know, it's Bitcoin is uh, part of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's we wanted to tell the story. We There was nothing in the space in the USA in 2018. That's why when I talked to the director, I said, hey, Dan, let's do this thing. There's nothing out there. What came after that was the movie Crypto with uh, Kurt Russell. I'm sure you guys saw that thing was kind of a sleeper, to be honest. I'm not I'm not going to be ashamed to say that. And so the, the, the space needed a, a cult classic. And we've been deemed by Ken Bosak, you know, the Lords of Dogtown of crypto. It has all the kind of elements. It's really gritty. It has a lot of demonstrations. We have a Bitcoin machine in there. We have uh, uh, a lot of different volatility, uh, a lot of there's shirts, there's uh, all kinds of cool things in there that you would feel a part of that. And that's what we wanted you guys to embrace in. You know, uh, I come from the surfing background. There's Big Wednesday, there's North Shore. You know, we can attach to those movies. Uh, and with crypto, there's nothing really there. So here, you guys are all going to have something to uh, enjoy. Now, does this, does this, sort of dive into the CD crime aspect of crypto or does it sort of put crypto in a positive light? Cause I'm reading about it. You know, one of the, one of the people, you know, they hit a moonshot in crypto trading, but then they also, they have some problems because there's this lure of money and sex appeal and this underground game. So is it the crime of crypto or is it more sort of just like, Hey, crypto, is a decentralized thing. What's the what's the, the the central theme around crypto in your movie? No, that's very important because the way it is right now, Travis, it stops at a certain point, but it is kind of like to be continued. That's why we wanted to close the end, endings out. Flip in the movie comes up with a CBD coin, and that CBD coin actually matures, and the mechanics and the properties of the the coin actually matured and when he gets out of the uh, escapes from that that compound he gets back he logs on that coin moonshot so we wanted to show the industry that those coins actually work and actually 
they could moonshot with a positive uh, white paper and positive uh, end result goal where it's working uh, on the on the blockchain. So you could have called this shit coin the movie. Yeah, no, no, no the coin. No, it, it, you're in suspense. Did the coin work? But actually, at the end, the way that we tied that in, it actually is the last kind of scene of the movie where he looks at it, and that that coin actually worked. Huh. So, so you're you're planning a a sequel or a part two already? Uh, we have that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to write. It was originally. Um, written as a as a series but with covid and this year we got kind of stuck there was nowhere to kind of shop it or we kind of shopped it uh what happened was is by doing the festival runs we exposed ourselves out there we got some leverage we got uh you know a bunch of different wins let me kind of drop some names what we did here for the for the crypto film we got an award in the, uh, award in the uh flixie film festival uh in florida we got a, a indie film fest in San Diego. We got an award for feature uh, recognition. We got uh, a finalist in the Flight Deck Film Festival, which is a Twitter festival, and we got a selection in uh, what was another one we have here? Uh, Best film in Buyer Film Festival 2020 in Los Angeles. So uh, a lot of good stuff there. And I want to give some shout outs to some of our actors here, you guys, real quick. I have written now. We have Jeremy London, John Mack, Jessica Cameron, Mike Snyder, Lisa Sierra, Randy J. Burrell, Joe Riccardi, Richard Ryan and Craig Zuppero, Victor Stagliano, Catriona Vanderham, Blake Gillen, the hacker who is Warren Hoyle. We have a hacker, you guys. Uh, and we have Chris Ward, who is uh, a pro surfer that has beaten Kelly Slater three, four times. So we have a very diverse cast uh, all the way around the board. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the crypto people on our team. We have uh, Adrian Ashley, uh, Ken Bosak, Temptation, um, uh, and many more. Uh, Richard Pr Rich Price. He's uh, he's our website. Uh, he actually owns 46 coins. Uh, he's very active in the coins as well. So the team does love crypto inside, and we have wallets, and and we're part of that. So we're we're not imposters. We we believe in it. And uh, we just want to bring you guys a really nice movie to the industry. Looking forward to seeing it. Um, and maybe, you know, in the sequel, you can have Travis and I, you know, appear as, as hosts of a crypto podcast. If you guys would do that for me, I would love it. Yeah, no, we're, we're, uh, we're pretty proud of it. Oh, yeah. Ken, uh, Ken, Ken Bozak Brobro has a cameo in there uh, where it plays through. And, uh, you know, he, he was a big part of that. And by him endorsing that, uh, it was just really good that he was proud to be a part of that. He said on that, uh, that email back to me, Hey Todd, I'm so proud to be a part of this project. Uh, you know, let's, let's make this work and get this out there. So yeah, he's, uh, he, we really like him. He's been good to us. Very cool. Well, thanks for, uh, for letting us know about the film CryptoHeadsTheMovie.com. You guys can watch the trailer there and hopefully soon, uh, you'll be able to see on Apple TV, uh, what Roku, Amazon prime. Yeah, uh, we we that's the one thing with with that one festival, but we also are fishing it worldwide. You know, I know Dan Gillen really likes the overseas, the the uh, AFM, and he likes the uh, cons and different festivals over there where we can get some international sales on that. 
uh, to really make this thing pop. But uh, it's it's doing really well right now. We got a lot of exposure and some of these ending scenes. I've I've just been filming thirty scenes in the last uh, month up here. I'm up north. I'm still I filmed yesterday, <laughs> and I'm filming Saturday with uh, with Greg Black, who's the actually the originator with the coins. When we got into this, guys, the quick little story in the beginning was that Ethereum I got turned into uh, the alts. We went after, uh, what was it? It was Stellar. We went after Stellar at a penny and that thing went to 90 cents, moonshot. And then we got into some Burge early at, at a penny and that thing went to a quarter. So we had big bags then. And, uh, you know, uh, so we've had some fun with it back in the beginning. And that's kind of what led to the passion to the movie and feeling good about it. So uh, just a really good time. And I thank you guys so much, Joel and Travis. I'll come back anytime. And yeah, I, I would like to have you guys on as a cameo for volume two when we get some uh, traction on volume one. Looking forward to seeing the film there, Mr. Cryptohead, Todd Phillips. And if you need to get some work done and get it done quickly, inexpensively, with high quality and support the crypto world, we recommend that you go to any task.com. Thousands of high quality tasks starting at just one dollar. We're talking professional freelancers. We've used them for blockchain heroes and the freelancers we've used have done a fantastic job. And so we recommend that you go there, find uh, specialists from every corner of the world, giving you the solutions that you need for less. Anytask.com. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the year in review. All right, Trav, let's start by looking back it this year. And we're going to reference our friends at Cointelegraph.com for this first article by Nikolai Kuznetsov writes, who did the most for real world crypto and blockchain adoption in 2020? And number one on the list is the Bad Crypto Podcast. Mm, that was really nice of us to do that. <laughs> I know. The way we innovated the, the virtual blockchain week mm -hmm. and then really have driving in it. Thank you so much, Cointelegraph. Wait a second. This is alternate reality. Yeah, we're not on there. That didn't happen. What they actually oh. listed first is PayPal. And there's no doubt about it that now you can uh, buy crypto and spend crypto at any of their 26 million merchants. PayPal stock has risen. Uh, their shares have written, risen 17% since the announcement. And they are launching crypto trading to all of its 300 million global user base starting next year. Mm. Now that right there, when they announced their thing, that's when we really started seeing the price of Bitcoin take off, quite frankly, because we, we, we were having a conversation during the news and we're like, oh, folks, this is big. Like PayPal going to sell Bitcoin and crypto? Uh-oh, let's watch this. And then, man, seriously, the price of Bitcoin skyrocketed after that. Huge. Also, the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency. Um, the U.S. regulators, they've long been tense on crypto, but in July of this past year, they did a, a big U-turn. They just, right there in the middle of the road, they just whipped it out and whipped it around, and uh, they issued a memo providing a green light for banks to start offering crypto custodial services. Custodial meaning they can basically store, re become a retail holder of crypto for their customers. Mike Novogratz, one of the big names in the list that is an evangelist for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. He puts his money where his mouth is. He's the CEO of Galaxy Digital, and he is saying that Bitcoin is going to go on to hit $65,000 at its next big stop 
next big stop. He's got 50% of his own net worth tied up in digital assets. Mm. And then a week or so later after he said that, it went to its all-time high. That mm. was nice. Now, Dave Portney, who is El Presidente on Twitter, he is the founder of Barstool Sports, and he's kind of a bro. I mean, he's a big Patriots you know, bro, and so he talks a lot of shit on other teams that aren't the Patriots. But he, this year, he actually did some really interesting stuff with crypto. So in August, um, Portney invited the Winklevoss brothers over to his house to teach him about Bitcoin. Then after that, he started shilling altcoins. And, uh, and then he said he's out of crypto. Then he said, oh, I'm on the road to becoming a crypto millionaire. And, and my heart is back in crypto two weeks later. So it's like on again, off again, up again, down again. It's kind of like the crypto market in general. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. Dave Portney goes in, Dave Portney goes out. The Supreme Court of India gets a nod here because in March of this year, the Supreme Court issued a landmark ruling overturning the decision to call cryptos uh, illegal. And so it has re-legitimized cryptocurrencies to 1.3 billion people that in India. I think half of them are in our Blockchain Heroes Telegram group. (laughs) (laughs) JP Morgan, who, uh, you know, of course, Jamie Dimon was not a big fan of Bitcoin in the beginning. But now that they announced the plans to launch the JPM coin and it's been released as a stable coin, Think of the number of people in banking in the financial industry that have access to, uh, you know, crypto adoption now. Yeah, very true. Oh, crypto's evil. It's bad. Oh, wait, we can make money from it. Oh, let's do it. Right. Uniswap had a huge year. Decentralized finance in general, DeFi has had, has been one of the biggest things of the year. Surprised this is not listed on the, on here. DeFi, I think was probably the biggest thing. But Uniswap allowed folks to really swap one token to another token uh, without the uh, without you know draining liquidity from exchanges, and and so basically you can go say hey you can go on Uniswap and you can be a liquidity provider for some crypto and if somebody wants to exchange any other you know Ethereum ERC twenty token for that they can and uh, it's pretty fancy and Uniswap has been huge this year and in fact when was this was this like uh, I think it was in September whenever they launched their own token. And if anybody had ever used any uh, Uniswap uh, since the beginning of it, then they got a bunch of tokens. You got like $4,000 worth of tokens or something out of the blue, right? Uh, wasn't that much. It was 400 tokens, which was worth about, you know, a buck a piece oh, at wow. the time. But it, they've increased. I mean, now they're worth like $3 and oh, something wow. or they hit $4. So, yeah. I mean, it was a real surprise, too. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody mentioned it. There wasn't an announcement. It was just like pop in your wallet. Pop, pop in your wallet like that. So back in September 2019, Spencer Dinwiddie, who's an NBA player, you know, he was thinking about tokenizing his contract extension that was worth about $34 million. And his plan was really to sell these digital tokens linked to the contract where investors could receive principal and interest. And um, then they came up against some opposition from the NBA itself. And then Dinwiddie went ahead and, and launched a GoFundMe campaign in May, attempting to raise nearly $25 million worth of Bitcoin. And then he had to close the campaign. And then he later, later managed to sell 10% of his token shares of his NBA contract to eight investors. I don't know. You know, when you're an early adopter and a pioneer trying to do something, it's a little tough. 
but um, uh, Bleacher Report has called him the Bitcoin savant of the NBA, and he definitely brought a lot of attention uh, in the mainstream to crypto in 2020. Back in September, eToro launched Good Dollar. They are basically giving away. It's kind of like a universal basic income. You go to the site every day and you can claim your Good Dollar tokens. They can't be used for fiat yet, but you can use them to purchase online services via the Facebook Good Dollar Marketplace, which currently has about 16,000 members. So, you know, go to gooddollar.org and you can claim good dollars every day. I'm not, like I say, I'm not sure what they're good for yet, but they have distributed quite a, a bit of good dollars so far. Yeah. So, you know, 2020 has been a pretty crazy year. As we all know, there's been a lot of economic hardships because of the, uh, the pandemic COVID-19 and, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened here. Here are just some of the statistics. It's just crazy. Nearly 100,000 permanently shut down businesses, according to Yelp. Unemployment rates reach an all-time record high of 23 million Americans in April. Rising rates of depression, substance abuse, etc. The Fed increasing U.S. money supply by trillions of dollars, completely going 24 hours a day. I think they even bought new printers and then, you know, to set up new warehouses just to print money. That's facetious. They didn't do that, but maybe they did. Miles long food lines. I mean, this is crazy. Fam, the UN forecasting famines of biblical proportions, all kinds of crazy stuff. And the price of Bitcoin tanked in March. Oh my God. It was went down. It went down like $3,800 and Bitcoin is dead. Everything's over. The world is. Oh, and then what, what now near the end of the year, it's like over $23,000. It's been a really good year for Bitcoin as a result. Mm -hmm. And and it makes sense that, you know, it is a, a store of wealth in these uncertain times with these fiat currencies. MicroStrategy has now exposed themselves by investing $1.1 total of their Bitcoin worth right now. The Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has 500 million in Bitcoin, 10% of their net assets. Stone Ridge Asset Management, 115 million. And the list goes on. You know, we're talking about Square, you know, now has uh, a big Bitcoin purchase. Individual billionaires are buying. Massachusetts Mutual Life, one of the world's biggest insurance companies, has invested 100 million in Bitcoin. And yeah, so. And, and the biggest one, I mean, we talked about it a minute ago on the other one, but. PayPal with its 346 million users, you know, not only are they, they began integrating Bitcoin into its payment ecosystem, including Venmo, but they are the biggest buyers of freshly minted and mined Bitcoin. So all these new Bitcoins that get mined by the miners, PayPal is buying them up. So guess what? The price is increasing over time because there's not a lot of liquidity. But 2020 hasn't been rosy for everything in crypto, as some notorious figures have been apprehended by regulators and authorities. Of course, uh, for this show, the most prolific being Mr. John McAfee, who was arrested in uh, Barcelona by authorities for failing to file his tax returns for four years in a row. I believe that he's still being held and if he is convicted of charges, he could face up to 30 years in prison, which basically means he's going to die there. So mm -hmm. let's hope that doesn't happen. He's got a torn ACL right now. His back's hurting. And like he was in some serious pain before he ended up getting detained. And um, 
Yeah, so he was hanging out in Barcelona, and they snagged him. And that would be, you know, you better know some Spanish if you're going to a Spanish prison. <laughs> I think it's Spanish. See. And if you want to read about the rest of these, we encourage you to go to our show notes at badco.in forward slash 473. talks about Arthur Hayes, the founder of BitMEX, being apprehended. At, well, not apprehended, but the Department of Justice has filed criminal charges against him. Uh, Chinese exchange co-founder Mingjing Star Zhu was arrested by local authorities. Santiago Fuentes has a billion-dollar a scheme that collapsed and he's in trouble. And there's a list of several others on here that make for entertaining and interesting reading. Uh, you could put it on the list of people that I am glad I am not. Mm, yeah. And also um, you guys, apparently Jabba the Hutt is looking for Han Solo. Um, <laughs> he did some drop of some, you know, stuff out of, I don't know. I don't, if you see him, let them know to the authorities to see that they're after him. There's a, a great piece here on cityam.com called A Crypto Carol, The Ghosts of Blockchain. And uh, Troy Norcross has written a, a fable, as it were, uh, re related to um, Bob K.Y. Cratchit, Ebenezer Regulator, Tiny Retail Investor Tim, and Jacob Marley, played by Craig Wright. And uh, I encourage you guys to go read this it's entertaining i could narrate it christmas style but i think if you just go give it a read for yourself man we, we got do we got some more blockchain villains <laughs> ebenezer read tiny retail investor tim <laughs> so the question is now where are we going into the future Marty. in the future 2021 just around the corner a lot of people uh, put numbers out there for where they think Bitcoin will go in 2021. And uh, we're seeing a lot of optimism. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's a lot of optimism out there. One Bitcoin prediction says, you know, it's going to hit 318,000 in 2021. I personally don't know if it's going to hit 100,000 in 2021. My guess is, though, it's going to hit about 85,000. So I think by the end of the year next year, we will see uh, an end-of-year price of about 87,500 at the end of the year for Bitcoin. Somebody mark that down. So on this particular article on Capital.com, Mike Novogratz predicts 65,000. He says people are going to Bitcoin because there's 20 million Bitcoin that will ever be mined. Actually, that's incorrect. It's 21 million unless he's talking about the fact that Satoshi mined a million first. Uh, there's complete scarcity in it. P people believe it's a store of value. It's a social contract, construct, and you can't change that. You can't change it. You can't do anything about it. You just can't do it, Captain. You do what does uh, Plan B have to say? Well, I would say this. You know, Realistically, what we've seen in 2020 is we've seen people like MicroStrategy, as you mentioned, and some of these other ones, Massachusetts Trust, Internet, whatever that was. All these people, they're jumping in. So these big, you know, institutional investors are going in. I don't see that slowing down. I mean, if they're going to keep printing dollars at the rate that they're printing them and printing euros and, and yuan and printing yen as much as they are right now, it would seem to me that the price of Bitcoin is going to continue to rise because... More and more institutional investors are getting in. Like, it's now an institutional asset, says Mike Novogratz, period. The good thing is most institutions aren't in yet, and that's why 2021 was going to be huge. 
because more and more are going to get in. That stigma of criminals, that's gone away. People are looking at this going, wow, it's over 20,000. It's still over 20,000. That's crazy. Well, the uh, the guy responsible for the stock to flow model, it's a popular Bitcoin prediction model. He goes uh-huh. by the name Plan B, and he says that we're going to reach 100,000 by December of next year. He's got a chart here that he's looking at. He's done his analysis, and he says the real bull market will start uh, in January 2021. He calls that phase five. Wow. That would be crazy, folks. I mean... $100,000 Bitcoin, if we start seeing that, then you know that what's the next stop after that? Well, we had we had that, I think really part of the big news of, of 2020 was the fact that, you know, when Bitcoin finally was over the price of $10,000 for, for 100 days in a row, that was a key indicator. Every time that Bitcoin has hit one of those things for 100 days in a row, then it's always made a nice little march up. It started when it was like, oh, it hit $10, oh, 100 days in a row, it's been over $10, but boom, then it hit $100. You know, we've talked about this a few times. And so that's a key indicator. Once Bitcoin was over $10,000 for 100 days in a row, they're expecting it to make that net, that next run up to 100000 So how long until it's at $100,000 for 100 days in a row, and then it makes that march to a million? If that's what's going to happen, we shall see. Well, the predictions get bigger. The third forecast here in this article is from Mike McGlone. He's a Bloomberg strategist. He's incredibly buller. And he says that we're going to see a Bitcoin price target for 2022 of $170,000. Mm. I like the optimism. But e- even that is not as optimistic as Tom Fitzpatrick, a Citibank analyst. And he's saying in 2021, we will see $318,000 because during periods of increased inflation caused by Fed interventions and near zero interest rates implemented to minimize the impact of the COVID pandemic, people see cryptocurrencies as a hedge against inflation and a safe haven asset. Yeah. So, but think about this, Bitcoin might be $318,000 in the future, but the price of a cup of coffee is going to be like about (laughs) $40,000. I mean, that's what's happened in Venezuela. That's what's happened in some of these other places where you go there and you, and you get yourself some money. And like, did you really just hand me $100,000 of your currency in one note? Like, seriously? Like, I have them in my stack of currencies from around the world. Like, you know, I have a Zimbabwe trillion dollar bill. Like, eventually they're going to print so much money, we're going to have to change the notes. Uh, and I think then when that happens, we're going to see the price of Bitcoin hitting ridiculous numbers. I don't disagree. And a year from now, we will look back and see were we right, were we wrong. You know, we didn't do. We didn't look at last year's predictions to see what was said and who was right or wrong for for this year. Yeah. Well, what about you? What do you think Bitcoin will be next year? Um, I. Oh boy. Well, first of all, I don't know anything. <laughs> I mean. I just, I, I don't do analysis. I That's do, a chicken shit response. Hey, I'm not her. done yet. Let me finish. <laughs> chicken shit response. Um, because I don't do chart analysis or anything like that. I just do common sense analysis. And my common sense analysis tells me that we're going to get somewhere around $75,000. But mm. again, what the hell do I know? 
And if it does not equal $21,000 by December 31st, 2019, I will eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> no, no, Ronnie, Ronnie, don't. That's in the past. Ronnie, don't, don't worry about that. Don't, don't eat any. But if you want to get your hands on some Bitcoin, we're still giving it away. Yep, you heard me right. We're giving it away. If you sign up for eToro, you're a U.S. citizen. And if you go to badcode.in forward slash eToro, sign up for a brand new account, fund that account with $50 in uh, dirty fiat, and then buy cryptocurrency, any of the 14 cryptos they have listed. Spend that $50 as an investment in the crypto. Send us your info and we'll forward that to eToro. They will confirmify that you did indeed do the thing that you said you did. And then we'll send you $50 in Bitcoin. And if uh, the Citibank analyst is right, that $50 in Bitcoin will multiply into what? Um, $1,000 or so. By like 12x, yeah. yeah. No guarantees, no promises. Only that we will give you $50 in Bitcoin. If you do this, go to badcode.in forward slash eToro and you can get signed up now and i want to say this folks thank you for tuning in listen to us regularly uh man we're near the end of another year and hope you had a great christmas hope uh that went fabulous for you hope you had great holidays and um let's see what happens in 2021 we don't know but i tell you what the world in 2020 sure was strange and we've entered a whole new normal hopefully we get back to some of that old normalcy because tired of these damn masks i know and i'm ready to go to a rock concert again so thanks guys i'm ready to see some people at a conference again i'm ready to see some friendly faces right and shake hands and hug necks and, and all that good stuff we'll catch you guys soon stay back Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.